Today's Gemara Rashana Daf Yudalit, all the learning for the rest of the month, has been generously sponsored by a very close friend of the Daf Rav Eli, Zechonishmas, his father, Rav Moshe Ben Ruchayim Alevi Zatal, whose yartze was just the other day on Yudalit Cheshvan, the learning of the entire Chabura, which Baruch Hashem keeps him growing by leaps and bounds, should be a tremendous chos Nishmasa, and as well as chos for his son, Rav Eli, should continue to be able to learn in good health with the rest of the Chabura, at least until the end of Shas, and hopefully for many, many more cycles. As well as a Shoshida for the rest of our people who require, who we're holding four lines to the bottom of Yud Gimel Amin Beis. I apologize for the technological glitches in yesterday's year. Baruch Hashem, at least the Gemara came out. Uh, myself didn't. But uh, Baruch Hashem, hopefully everyone is able to handle it either way. So we finished off yesterday with a bit of a debate whether we say this concept of Bila. We had a Mishnah that said that how do you count the grains, the millets, etc. And we said it goes from when it's Hashrasha when it takes root in the ground. And we had a contradiction because we quoted another Mishnah that said that when we're not sure when something takes root, if it takes root, if, they, if we're not sure when something should be considered for chumas and maestras of vegetation, whether it's this year or that year, we have nothing to do, we said. So what do we have to do? You throw it all into the middle, and then you say yesh bila, it's all considered one mixture, and then you can separate. And the question was, so seemingly we have another option. In our case, why do we have to come along and say it goes by the hash rush, it goes when it takes root, say each one is a separate time, and it's no big deal. So the Gemara answer that differentiation is the Rav Shimon Shizuri on six lines at the bottom said Yesh Bila, whereas the Rabbanan said Ein Bila. And we ended with the statement of Rav Yitzchak Bar Nachmini Amar Shmuel that Allah has recovered Kibar Shamar Yishum Meshurim Rav Shimon Shizuri seemingly paskening Yesh Bila. Again, this concept of Bila means that we consume that the mixture is a homogeneous mixture. We can assume that we have a pile of multiple different items that everything is evenly mixed and therefore every time I take off something, I'm equally getting part of A and part of B, part from this year and part from that year. Asks the Gemaro, does Shmuel really say Excuse me. Does Shmuel really say that we pass in like Rav Shem Shizuri Vamar Shmuel? Shmuel says we don't hold a Bila. Chutz. So what's going on? Answers the Gemara. Rav Zira forgot that which Shmuel said that everything goes after the Gemara pre. So as we turn over to today's Daf Daf Yudalid, the Gemara says Sricha. So we have to pause for a moment and we have to see the top Rashi. Because Rashi points out that what's going on over here is that we have three statements of Shmuel. Honey, Tlas the Shmuel. Number one, we said, Allah of Shimon Shizuri, that Yesh Bila, that we assume everything is evenly mixed. Number two, we said, I call Ain Bila, that we don't assume it's mixed aside for wine and oil. And then number three, we said, I call everything goes when the item is complete. So three different statements and the question is why do we need all three statements if they're all touching upon a very similar theme. So the Gemara says, Yusricha, we'll explain why. Why are we going with Shem Shizuri? Because Yesh Bila, everything's mixed. No, aside for wine and oil. 
And now the opposite. If Yash Mina Kalein Bila, I would have thought Havamina Karabanan. Now the Kavshim Shazui, so it's here like Kamash Lan, the Lach Kavshim Shazui. So one and two, we can understand very simply that we need to have a Lach Kavshim Shazui. We need to have the Kol Ein Bila aside for wine and oil because they're sort of a contradiction. So we need to know that we go by both of them. And number three, if we just said those two, it's a stira. There we go. So why don't we just say that? Just say that we always go by the complete of the item. We don't need to have the first two statements. Uh, then I would think everything goes by the Kamarapri, even olives and grains, which was yesterday's discussion, which goes by one third. Doesn't go by the Gemara when it's complete. Nami. In the case that he argues, not when it comes to Zaytim and Tvua, but rather when it comes to the grains, the mills, and the other types of atoms. Says the Gemara of Lashmina Nani Tarti. Why don't we just say these two statements that call ain't Bila Lamali? Why do you have to tell me there's no Bila aside for wine and oil? Answers the Gemara, Kamash Lundali, Yayin Vishemen, Yesh Bila. And therefore, those are the three statements, and it comes out at the end of the day, a bit of a unique halacha according to Shmuel, that there, he holds of the concept of Bila in the larger sense, that we assume things are mixed, but only by wine and oil, which we can understand is more of a liquid type of item. He as well goes with Shmuel, that it goes when the item is finished, and as well, in a general sense, he goes we don't say Bila, and as well that we go by Zitim, by olives and grains when it is grows a third. And that's really the completion of yesterday's Gemara. And now we get back into Zaytim and Tvua, which comes back to the olives and the grapes. And, excuse me, we, we said yesterday, one more time, we said that there's a clear differentiation between fruits and vegetables. And we spoke out that this is very relevant for those here in Eretz Yisrael, for the Shemitah here, that fruit goes when it emerges, the Chanata, whereas a vegetable goes by the, when you pick it, the Likita. The Gemara now proves where we get this from. Tani, we learned that in Raisa, we're about 10 lines down, the first word in line is Kamash Malan, Rabbi Yosi Aglili Oimer, a pasuk that should sound familiar. We had this already when you gather from your fleshing store or your wine press to remind everyone this was the source that when it came to the sukkah that we could, we're supposed to use refuse and different grown grown items for your sukkah and your schach. The wine press, the threshing floor, where do those items get nourished from? The rainwaters of last year. I mean, they don't need to have consistent rainwaters. And therefore, it goes nicer by the previous year. It goes by... It goes by the previous year. Let's just see the contrast. That's going to be fruits. That's going to show us that fruits go by the previous year, meaning when it emerges, because fruits do not need, this is trees, it's very simple to understand, do not need constant water source. Last year's rain is enough. Vegetation, of course, is different. It needs a constant rainfall, constant irrigation. The next year still needs rain. And that's the source, says the Gemara, of the differentiation between grapes and, excuse me, differentiation between fruits and fruits and vegetables, that when it comes to fruits, it goes by the chanoto when it emerges because it requires last year's rainwater. When it comes to the vegetables, it goes by next year's because they need a consistent rain source. Rabbi Kiva Oimer, Rabbi Kiva learned slightly differently. The threshing floor and the wine press, 
He needs all types of waters. It's a little bit of a different uh, point he's owning in on. Vegetables are different. Again, I didn't say that precisely. When it comes to fruits, it doesn't need, which refers to the basic water that's out there, meaning rainwater. Whereas when it comes to vegetables, it needs kol mayim. What's kol? What's all waters? It needs irrigation. It needs you personally to get involved with it. So since by vegetables, it needs more water, it needs man involved, it needs irrigation, it needs water from next year, it goes by when you pick it. Whereas by the fruit, since last year's water suffices, the rainwater suffices, it goes by the previous year. And says the Gemara, what is the difference between these two ways of learning? We had two drashas, or basically, Lili and Ravakiva, both teaching me this basic idea that fruit goes by when it grows and vegetables go by when it's picked. What is the nuance of a difference between the two drashas? Amaravavua, Betilim Asirisen. These, these uh, teeny little onions, the Inu onions, Upola Mitzri, and these Egyptian beans, Ikebe Nayu. Why? The Tanan, we learned today, Mishnah. Betzalam Asrisen, Upola Mitzri, Shemona Me'amayim, Shloy Shemyam, the Rosh Hashanah. You don't water them for 30 days prior to Hashanah of Shemitah. Misasrin Lisha Avar last year, Umutarim Bishviyas, and they're allowed. To be consumed on Shavuos, and that is the difference between Rabbi Yisaglili and the Kiva. And the, to explain very simply is that Rav Aglili is going to agree with this din. Because Rav Aglili honed in on when did the rain come from, last year or next year? So in this case, since you didn't water it for 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, that means it's clearly last year. And therefore, it's going to have a unique uh, case of a vegetable, of an onion, that's going to go by last year and not go by when you pick it because you stopped watering it. You I mean, usually Rav Aglili taught us that vegetables need to be watered into this year. And that's why it goes by the chat, the lakita, by the picking. But if you have a vegetable that will grow without the new water, Rav Yisrael will agree that it goes by last year. Whereas according to Rav Akiva, it has nothing to do with that. According to Rav Akiva, it goes by ostensibly what type of item is it? Is it an item that needs kol mayim or roiv mayim? Is it an item that needs rainwater or even irrigation water? And therefore, these vegetables, they need irrigation water. You just didn't give it to them. And therefore, according to Rav Akiva, these onions, would, he would not agree with this brisa. These onions will go by the next year. And that's going to be the difference between Rav Kiva and Rav Yisek Lili. And now we get back into the Mishnah, the next case. Seven lines from the bottom. We went, we had a few days on Tishrei, all the different cases of Tishrei, Arla, Natiya, Yerakais, Meisters, etc. And now we get to the next Rosh Hashanah in the Mishnah. And the last Rosh Hashanah in the Mishnah. Echad Bishvat. Machlaikas between Beishamay, Beisilel. Beishamay said the first of Shvat, Beisilel said two Bishvat, as we all know, which is Rosh Hashanah Le'ilon. Explains the Gemara, my time, what is the reason? That it goes by Shvat. Since most of the rainwater fell. And even though most of the rainwater fell, still most of the winter season didn't come. An interesting statement. Again, most of the rainwater fell by Tu Bishvat, but the winter season hasn't finished. Says the Gemara, my Kamar, what, what exactly are you saying? Answers the Gemara, oh, this is what it means. Even though there's still more of the winter season, still, since the rain basically has passed by Tu Bishvat, therefore now on Shvat, now it is the new year. So we're holding in on a Chidish, a novelty, that even though when Shvat comes, <clears throat> excuse me, pardon, 
Even though when Shvat comes, it's still the winter, but since most rainwater fell, it's going to be called the new year. Tanarabanan says the Gemara two lines in the bottom. Mice Rabbi Kiva shall get Asrik Bechab Shvat. Rabbi Kiva picked an Asrik on the first of Shvat and Agbo Shnei Isurim. And he was, he, he had his Asrik and he said there's two types of Meisters in this Asrik. Very interesting as we move over to the base. He seemingly was Machmir. And he said that this Esrug is called part of this year and part of that year. Because Beishamah says Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Chaydeh Shvat, excuse me. Beishil says to Bishvat. So he was right in the middle. So Rabbi Kiva was Machmir for both. Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yudaimer, Loi Minig Beishamah Beishil, Nagba. No, it wasn't Beishamah Beishil. Ella Minig Rav Gamliel, Rav Lazar, Nagba. What did Rabbi Kiva do? He did like Rav Gamliel and Rav Lazar. What's Rav Gamliel and Rav Lazar? The Tanan, as we learned, four lines on the top. Yudalim in the base. Esrug Shavali Ilam Bikimal Drachim. An Esrug is like a tree in three ways. And like a vegetable in one way. It's like a tree in three ways. That with regard to Arla, the first three years, you can't eat it. The Ravai in the fourth year in Yerushalayim. Shavi is the seventh year, you can't use it. It's like a tree. Like we spoke about the whole first part of today's year. Vegetables go by when you pick them. Tivir Rav Gamliel, that's Rav Gamliel. Rav Lezer Aimer, no. Esrik Shavali Ilan Bechal Davar. It's 100% like a tree. Meaning, and what's the fine nuance? It doesn't go by when you pick it. It goes by when it blossoms like a fruit tree. And therefore, Rav Akiva was machmer like Rav Gamliel and Rav Lazar. That even though the Chanata, the blossoming, was in last year, and the picking was in this year, therefore he took both Chumras and he assumed it's Meiser like both years, like that last year and like the coming year, because it blossomed in that year and it was picked in this year. That is, so either Rav Akiva did like Beisham and Beisilo, Rosh Hashanah too, Bishvat or he did like Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Lazar, stringency conclu- including both the blossoming and the picking. And I'm sure many people have been bothered. What in the world does that top line of our Gemara mean? He did like Bishami and so we don't find such a thing. Ask the Gemara. Do you do such a thing? Is that a good practice to like two stringencies? We pass like Beisel. You want to do like Beishamai? No problem. You also can do like Beishil. You want to do Beishamai? It's fine. Or you can obviously do like Beishil. However, the Mishnah continues, the price continues. If you take both Kulas, and of course, unfortunately, all too many people, you don't have a Rav. I take the Kula of this Rav, and the Kula of that Rav, and the Kula of this one. You can't do that. Rasha! If you take everyone's chumras, then you're just a fool. You are the ksil, you are the fool walking in the darkness. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Kiva's a fool. What's going on over here? You just told me to write, so we shouldn't do like both chumras. If you do like their kulas, that's dreadful, you're a rush. But if you do like their chumras, you're a ksil, you're a fool. So why would Rabbi Kiva do that? Ella explains the Gemara. You have to either go like Beishamah all the way. 
So what is going on with Rabbi Akiva? Answers the Gemara, Rabbi Akiva, Gamre Yastabikle. Rabbi Akiva wasn't sure about the Gemara. Yada, he didn't know. He didn't remember which Shita was which. So it wasn't that he was trying to take both Chumras. He just didn't remember. Because he didn't remember me, Safik. That's why he went with both opinions. Because he wanted to make sure he got Beis Hillel. Because he didn't remember which one was Beis Hillel. And that, of course, you could do. You don't remember which way to go. You could take all the Chumras. Not a big deal. Now we go into the Braisa that we just quoted. Like we just quoted, the Braisa, that Rav Gamliel, that Rav Yisrael Yudah says, no, Rav Kiva is being machmer for Rav Lazar and Rav Gamliel. Says the Gemara, Becha b'shvak b'shamay na'agba, that he was, in the first of Shvat, he was noig like b'shamay? What's going on over here? You're telling me it's like Rav Gamliel and Rav Lazar, but if it's the first of Shvat, Rav Gamliel, Rav Lazar, that's Beishamai. We don't bask it like Beishamai. So why is Rav Gamliel and Rav Lazar seemingly working within the confines of Beishamai? Amar Rav Chanina, Vitim Rav Chananya, Hacha Be'esrog, it's a different case. This is really how we explained it originally because it's easier to understand. Esrog Shechantai Be'erais of Kaidim Tesvav. The Be'erais blossomed, the fruit of the Esrog came out before Tu Bishvat. The Edach Shvat, the fruit came out before the previous Tuba Shvat. So it wasn't that they were going with Rishchaydeh Shvat like Beishamai. It was that the fruit blossomed after the previous Tuba Shvat, before this Tuba Shvat. And that was the Chamra because... Excuse me, it blossomed before the previous two Bishvat. So maybe it goes by the previous year due to the blossoming. But I am picking it this year, so maybe it goes by the picking. So you does answering you when was Rav Gamliel and Rav Lazar, meaning both by the picking and by the blossoming. Answer number one. And I'm excuse me, and Gemara now explains. And really the case could have been earlier. You're right. It didn't have to be on Rosh Chaydeh Shvat. It has nothing to do with Rosh Chaydeh Shvat. Because it really had to be. It was before the previous two Bishvat. That was just a story. And Ravina Amar says another answer. Karach Vetani. No, you got to read it all together and we'll conclude with this. Loyecha Bishvat It wasn't on the first Shvat. It wasn't the story. Meaning, Rav Yaisi, Rav Yehuda argues. Rav Kiva had a story. He did like two Chumras. Says Rav Yaisi, Rav Yehuda, it's not that he did like Bisham and Bishilo. That wasn't the story. Elo Tesva Bishvat It's a different story. It was on two Bishvat. Vilay Minak Bisham and Bishilo Nagba. He wasn't doing like He's doing like Rav Gamliel and Rav Lazar, and that's what Rav Yisrael Rav Yuda is coming to teach us. He's not teaching us that within the story, like you said before, that was on Rosh It was a different story. It was two Bishvat, and he's doing like the Chumras of Rav Gamliel and Rav Lazar. We'll pick it up over here as the Gemara now is going to go all the way into the next Amud, and we'll see everyone tomorrow. Amir Tzah Hashem.